Good evening, saints. Praise the Lord. It is great to see you all in the house of the Lord. We're grateful to have you here with us, to those of you viewing us online. It's cold here in the state of New Jersey. As a matter of fact, I had a little chuckle this morning at 5 a.m. Everyone was kind of draggy this morning. There's a little bit of shoveling that went on the day before. <laughs> as I drove home from, uh, from work yesterday, I was usually listening to music as I, as I drive. Um, there was a, a song that was uh, on, and one line of the song grabbed my attention. Um, I don't know artists, and I don't know songs like some people in this room do. But this, you may even know who it is. I don't know. It doesn't matter, because once the, the, the words grabbed me, I stopped really paying attention to the music. It said, it's not really faith until the plan goes awry. When the plan goes sideways, awry is a strange word. A-W-R-Y, awry, means not right. It's not really faith until the plan gets messed up. And so um, I pondered that, and it led me here. I want to share a scripture. Faith is not necessarily what you do, because sometimes faith is you do things in faith. Sometimes faith is what you don't do, that you wait and you stay still. So sometimes faith is more an internal sort of firmness than it is acting. I'm in Psalms 118. Uh, verse 27 to 29. God is the Lord which hath showed us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords, even unto the horns of the altar. Though art my, thou art my God, and I will praise thee, thou art my God, I will exalt thee. I give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Really strikes me about that particular scripture, not just because we believe this. This is our belief. It was written by David 14 generations before Jesus came. And if that's not something strong, my goodness. If you have a prayer request, put your hand up. Please stand up and join me. Those of you online, here's a thought. Stand up with us right now and pray with us. Almighty Father, Lord and King, you are the righteous and holy God. You alone, Lord God, are worthy of the words that will be spoken here now, Lord. You alone, Father God, deserve the worship, Lord God, that is in our hearts and in our minds, Lord. We are so grateful, Father God, for your goodness and your love, Lord. You thought of us, Lord God, when you formed creation, Lord God. You knew, Lord God, we would be here now. You knew, Lord God, this day. You knew, Lord God, this body would be assembled here before us, Lord God. All that are here, Lord God, gathered at this moment, Lord God, you knew it, Lord. We are grateful, Father God, for your love for us. We are grateful, Father, that you have planted us here now, Lord, in this moment, Lord God. Your mercy is forever, Lord God. Your grace is for a period of time, Lord God. We are so grateful, Lord God, that you have brought us here, placed us inside of this ministry, Lord God, allowing us, Lord God, to grow with you together. You are the righteous one. You are the holy one. You are the, the forever God. 
And we are grateful, Lord God, for who you have shown yourself to be in us, Lord God. Grow us, Lord God. You saw the hands, Lord God, and you know, Lord God, there's need for healing, Lord. You saw all of the hearts, Lord God, as they stood, Lord God, and raised their voices now, Lord God. And we ask, Lord God, that you would be with the man of God, Father, who will come and join us now. That you will allow the words to flow, Lord God, through him. To present, Lord God, the word that you have for us now, Lord God. Be with us in this moment, Lord God. Be with us in this hour, Lord God. Let our ears be open to receive, Father God. Work on our hearts, Lord God, and allow us, Father God, to come closer to you. Reveal your mysteries, Lord God, in the word that's before us, Lord. Heal those, Lord God, that are crying out to you now, Lord God, and open hearts, Lord God, to receive. We pray these things, Father God, in faith, Lord. We pray these things, Father God, in love, Lord. We pray these things, Father God, in your mighty name. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Come on, let's worship the Lord. This is a Wednesday. And you took the time out to be here. I just want to thank you for just taking the time out to be here. Give yourselves a round of applause tonight. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Worship with us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's coming, it's coming. (laughs) Glory, glory.
God some praise. Hallelujah. Is he great? Come on now. Does he have power? I said, is he great? Does anybody know that he's great? He can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. Amen? Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, let's give God some hand praise all over this place. Come on, he's worthy. For all the honor and all the praises and all the glory in Jesus' name. Praise Jesus. I want to give God praise for what he's doing. Amen. We can be anywhere right now, but we are in the house of God. Amen. I thank the Lord for my pastor and his first lady for their vision. Let's give him a hand praise for this. I give God glory for this. Amen. Because without the vision... The people will perish. Amen. You have to have a vision. Amen. So without further ado, we want to go right into the word of the Lord. Amen. So if you got your Bible, uh, say amen. If you need more time, say I need more time. Okay, let's go to the Lord. Amen. Let's go to John 1, 12. John 1, 12. And again, I don't want to keep you long. So listen, if you worship with me, praise with me, teach with me, we get out of here a lot fast. Amen? Amen. <laughs> so uh, open up your Bibles, John 1. Um, and the Bible says... Um, but as many as receive him, to them gave he power. Everybody say power. To become the son of God, even to them that believe on his name. Amen. Let's go to Luke 4 and 6. Luke 4 and 6. Uh, And the Bible says, Now the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me. And to whomsoever I give it. A couple things are going on right now. God is saying that he will give power. The devil is saying that he will give power. Which God would you serve? Which God would you serve? And I remember watching this movie, because Brother Donovan got me on the movie, uh, the last teaching. And I can't find that movie, brother. (laughs) He old school. So 
I remember, so I would, you know, recall a movie. It was called The Matrix. Um, some years ago, I think it's in early 2000s. And I recall this Matrix, and and I brought an illustration. I always bring something, right? So in the movie Matrix, um, I think it was Neo and Morpheus. So on one side, um, they said if you take the green pill, then you will... God will open up your eyes and open up your mind. But if you take the red pill, then I will, you can stay in La La Land and he will give you, you can stay in the power. But what I am seeing in both texts, that there is power being offered on both sides. The devil said, if you serve me, I'll give you all the drugs that you want, and I'll give you all the men that you want or the women that you want or the money that you want. So sometimes you can sell your soul. When I look at entertainers, I look at entertainers and I say, God, it looks like they sold their soul to the devil. Because now I'm seeing That this devil is offering out power, trying to keep them in delusion. But God said, if you take my power, then I will open up your understanding and you will become sons and daughters of God. Amen. Luke 9, 1, and we're almost uh, done with the scripture part of it. Praise God. Luke 9, 1 says, Then he called his 12 disciples together, and he gave them power and authority over all devils. Everybody say all devils. Not some devils, all devils. And Luke, and, oh, let me finish, and to cure diseases. In Luke 24:49 the Bible says, "And behold, I send the promise of my Father unto you, but tarry he in the city of Jerusalem until he be endured with power from on high." Church, we are in a spiritual warfare. And the devil is after your soul. But there is power in the name of Jesus Christ. The same God that resurrected Jesus is the same God is about to resurrect you. The same God that brought the children out of Egypt is the same God is going to keep them out of Egypt. The same God that healed the leopard, the same God that healed the blind, the same God that brought Lazarus and said, Lazarus, come forth. It's the same God that walked on water. Same God turned water into wine. The same God, and his name is 
Jesus. Tap your neighbor. Say, neighbor, God wants to endure you with power. Power to live right. Power to act right. Power to dress right. Power to think right. Hallelujah, Jesus. So today I want to talk on this wise transfer of power. Transfer of power. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, we cannot do this without you. Father, forgive us for any shortcomings right now. Open up our minds and our understanding. Let the Spirit of God, I pray, touch us right now. Lord God, we need you in this place. Lord God, endure us with power, God. Power to live right. Power, almighty God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Power, almighty God, I pray, O God, in this hour, Lord God. Equip us, O God, our minds and our spirits right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise and honor, God, for what you're about to do. Use me, God, as an oracle, God. Speak through me right now. Let the hands of God be upon me. In Jesus we pray. Amen. You can be seated. When I think about power, God... I have to think about the natural. Because you can't really understand power until you understand the natural. So it brought me back to Obama when he was elected. And when Obama was in Congress, he was just a normal, or ordinary, a regular man. He had only low-level clearance and power. He has some access to secret service. He had access to maybe some local law enforcement. But when Obama became the president of elect, follow me, the government began to release a level of power. And when he was sworn in, Obama received another level of power. The higher you go in God, the more God will release more power in your life. The higher you go, the more level. If you understand the natural, then you should understand the spiritual. Obama started off as a low-level power. But when he became the president, he became the most powerful man on the earth. When God only releases power when it's needed in your life, He's not going to release the power where there is no need. I remember when I came into the house of God. 
Now, this may disturb you just a little, but I was one of the biggest drug dealers in Trenton. And some people, I tell that, they may get a little uncomfortable. See, what happened is the devil wants to give you power. And sometimes he gives you power in areas that, again, it keep you in the game. I hope you understand what I'm saying. So if, 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 so some of them, he give more drugs, he give more alcohol, he give more women, he give more to keep you delusion, to keep you in his power. So I was one of the biggest drug dealers. Had women, had cars, had houses. Don't you know that you can have all these things and not be happy? You can have all these things and not be satisfied. You can have all these things and feel that you're missing something. Everybody say power. And I came probably at the height of whatever drug game that you can be. And I was on my way to Puerto Rico. And then there was something that stopped me in my tracks. Sometimes God has to speak to you to get you and, and stop and put some things in your life so that you will feel uncomfortable. Avoid feeling maybe in your life. Some of us be searching and searching and never find that need. Itching and never find that fulfillment. So I'm facing federal time. My whole family were drug dealers. Most of them, big ones. Now, I did not personally want to be in that alignment. But sometimes you're in a situation and you feel no way out. So at the point of my uh, 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 I'm stressed out, I'm worried, and feel like God was leading me to something, but I did not know. And one day I got an invitation to come to service. And something was pulling me to the church. So I sat in the parking lot and I was hesitant to go in. And somehow something pushed me in and I'm like, why is I'm here? But there was a need. So when I get to inside the building, I sat in the back of the pew, ready to leave. Now, someone owed me, and I used to sell weight, and I don't, I don't know if you may understand that. But I was, wasn't on, you know, streets like you were, but a little bit higher in drug dealing. So at that point, we had pagers. We didn't have, you know, beep, beep, and you go to the payphone. So if there's no payphone... <laughs> You get no call. So I had to go to a payphone to call this individual. 
but something was pulling me that I could not leave. And all of a sudden, so I looked at my page, and the, the guy owed me $1,500. And I said, okay, it's time to go. God, I'm here. I checked in, and time to go. Well, all of a sudden, service ended. I stood up, and I felt the power of God. First time, did not know that God was real. I felt the power of God that got my attention. I could not deny the power that I just felt. So I stood up, and I said, Whoa, what is this feeling that I'm feeling? I ran out of the service. And that very day, I stopped selling drugs. When God gets your attention, I don't care what the devil do. I don't don't care how much power he has. God has ultimate power to bring you out. There was such a conviction. I told the guy, I called him up. I said, listen, keep your money. I sold my, I had houses, sold my cars, got rid of my houses, and gave away all that drug dealer money. I said, God, I can't use this. I can't deny what I just Some of us is running away from God. But once you get an encounter with God, you can't leave him. Once you get a, 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 when God starts to speak to you, you can't deny it. I gave away houses and cars and friends and, and I said, I don't want it anymore. Friends called me. I said, I'm sorry. I cannot come out. Because you don't understand what I just received. Everybody say power. Now, when Obama started off, again, he had low power. But when he became the president, he became the most powerful man on the earth. There is a protocol for releasing power. God wants to release power in your life, but you have to be able to receive it. The first week he's in office, they release, it's called the football, which contain the nuclear code. When when we receive the Holy Ghost, we receive a nuclear bomb. Hope you understand what I'm saying. This is something that you can't explain. It's power that that is so potent that it will bring you out of every sin that the devil has a hold in your life. God will release power in your life. 
God will release angels in your life. It's a transfer of power. I remember when Obama, um, they call, I guess it's a protocol, when they do like a transfer of power. And he sits down with the former president. He goes over the Oval Office. He goes over the Lincoln bedroom and do's and don'ts. And they kind of kick it. But you see the good stuff on TV. But there's a, a transfer of power in your life. Amen? When God starts moving in your life, there's power to say no. There's power to change. It was easier when I had no power. I used to drink easy, but now the powers pushed it away. It was easy for me to have sex with other women, but the powers say no and pushed it away. It was easy for me to be out with friends that got, I got caught up with, but the power pushed them away. Everybody say power. When the president got sworn in, he had access to the CIA. He had access to the FBI. He had access to the Army, the Navy, the Navy SEAL, and the Marines. Listen, when you receive power, God sent out and allow you, give you angels. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. When there is power in your life, God, you have, you see things that you normally won't see. You call things and move things. God, I will pray for things that things will just happen. Because you're activating on a different realm. Release in power. When the president, not only did he have power, he had power in the White House. He had power on Air Force One. He had power driving the beast. He had direct power everywhere he goes. Do you understand what I'm saying? God released power in my life. There are angels is going wherever I'm going. There's one day, and I'm driving. I'm driving a van, and uh, I'm sleepy, and I'm almost, I'm working right after, actually it was at the church. So I'm driving this van, and I'm sleepy, and now I'm like, God, just help me to get home. So as I'm driving, I see a car driving in my lane. And as I am praying, God is protecting me. When I tell you everything went in slow motion, I was able to maneuver this van. And I can see the very expression that is on the person's face. And I'm saying to myself, like it's slow motion, God. And God was moving this car right out of the way. 
You don't understand that you have power over angels. Jesus said, Pilate, I give my life. If I wanted to, I can call allegiance of angels. You are not powerless when you come into your purpose. Amen. You need to understand that once you are born again, I, again, I tell you that angels is a sign to your side. When Elijah, when Elijah, he told his protege, open up their eyes so that they can see. And there was a host of angels. There is more with us than it is against us. I said there's more with us than it is against us. There's angels in your car. There's angels in your home. There's angels at your job. There's angels watching over your children, over your spouse. God will send a full detail of angels to watch over you. Power. God will never leave you alone. He will never forsake you. Never, ever leave you alone. Jesus, when he rose, Jesus does not roll solo. <laughs> he rolls with an entourage. So sometimes we have fear. But we have to push back the fear and say, God, release power in my life. Sometimes we have doubt. And sometimes we got to say, God, release power in my life. Because if you are a child of God, that means you have access to everything God has access to. Everybody say power. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 8. Again, I'm not going to keep you guys long. But I just want you to understand how God releases his power in your life. Amen? Uh, the Bible says that this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Church say we're in the last days. He says, for men shall be lovers of themselves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontent. Fears, despisers of those that are good, traitor, heady, head-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. I love this part. Because 
it's nothing wrong uh, with the power. The devil doesn't mind you coming to church. He doesn't mind you coming to church, but he does mind if you access the power. He doesn't mind you fellowshipping. He doesn't mind you coming to church, reading your Bible, as long as you don't access power. The Bible says, there nothing wrong, again, with the power, but it's something wrong with the user that occupying the power. The word thereof means after. After you repented, after you were baptized, after you received the Holy Ghost, after you spoke in tongue, where is the power? When I received, I told you I came in, and uh, my whole family, uh, my grandmother and grandfather, we are, what, my cousin over here, what we're like almost, we're three generations in the church, three, our grandfather and his grandfather, but somehow my mother and some of the kids, we all backslid in the church but God always remember his people my cousin and actually my uncle we're almost done um, my grandmother was a powerful lady my uncle used to sell drugs for Frank Lucas um, and I'm, t- I'm, just, I'm just laying it all out uh, this is how deep it goes so, you know, you have to understand it's only God's power that brought me out. My uncle was selling drugs for Frank Lucas. And he started using. So, them and a whole entourage came to my mother's house where my grandmother and my uncle was. Where everybody say power. They came in the house ready and looking for my my uncle. Now, I don't supposed to be here physically because they could have killed everybody in the house. But somehow God knows and God will protect. I wasn't even born yet, but God knew I will be here right now this very day. So his hands was already on my life. So as they come in, my grandmother, a great fearing woman of God, my height was probably smaller. (laughs) She said, demon of hell, I rebuke you. And these guys came in, guns blazing all over the house, so many of them. And my grandma's little, she's a little lady. And she kept rebuking the devil, rebuking the devil, rebuking the devil. And they said, little old lady, you crazy. And he left. See, you have power, untapped power, but we don't use the power that is in us. Watch this. 
We have power to change the world. Now, we, in a sense, well, not in a sense, we're the pro- we are the most important people on this earth. Our man of God is one of the most important people on this earth because he's pastoring a church and the devil don't like it. He's pulling people like me out. He's pulling people like you out through the power of the Holy Ghost. We have power and it's being transferred. Now, why do we have power in the church and not use it? It's like having a million dollars in the bank and not spend it. We had a loved one. I'm going story from story. Was rushed to the hospital. And they, he wasn't responding. So me and my wife rushed to the hospital trying to figure out what's going on. They say he's not responding. Now, he started to respond. It said his alcohol level is so high that we have to kind of inject him with some things and so that he can respond. And my wife was like, oh, oh, my God, like a little emotional. Grab and say, oh, you're going to be all right. He, and, and from eyes, you know, again, I think of everything spiritual. I said, honey, he's not who he say he is. I mean, he was at rage, and he was, it was four or five people holding him down, and he would resist them, and they tried to tie him up. Now, when we look at things in the Bible, we don't look at our own personal experience. We think that these stories only happen in the Bible. We look at the man of Gadarene, or Gadarene, this man was bound with chains, and no one can bind this man. And, and I'm beginning to think, I said, this is a familiar story. So he ripping through one guard and another guard and another guard. And I said, honey, back up. I know he doesn't recognize who we are. So we stood in the back and saying, okay, we'll let them handle him. So we're looking, said, I said, and then a voice He was like, I know who you are. I said, this ain't nothing but the devil. See, God will release power in your life, but you have to use it. He said, Moses, what's in your hand? He said, it's nothing but a rod. He said, throw it down. God is not going to ask you to rebuke a legion of demons if you can't even convert over to a, a common cold. So God may have you rebuke a cold and small sicknesses, and then he will give you something else and release more power as needed. So when God moves in your life, he wants to give you more We see our loved ones. We see them stressed out. We see our children on drugs and alcohol. And they're asking us like, Mommy, Daddy, I really don't want to be in this situation. But I don't know how to get out. And we're looking at, oh, baby, 
it's going to be okay. But we should have said, let's go, let's, let's call a prayer meeting. Let's fast. Let's pray. Let's consecrate. Let's tarry like we did for the Holy Ghost. But that's exercising your power. So this man, young man began to, and no one can bind him. I said, Jesus, this is something that I saw in the Bible. So I, I said, excuse myself, went right to the bathroom. I think I told y'all, I didn't give, give you the whole intent of the story. I walked in the bathroom. I said, hold on. Went in the bathroom. I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke that spirit. Come out of him right now. In Jesus' name. I got back. Instantly, he was in his right frame of mind. Like, what happened? And we're laughing. I'm like, I know what happened. It's the power of God that is in us that exercises power. God sent out your angels. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of him in the name of Jesus Christ. God said he give us power over spirits, power over devils. But we have to exercise our power. In order for us to exercise that power, again, I told you, we have to consecrate before the Lord. Pastor preached the other day. He preached the fear of God. And the people of God, they consecrated. They went before the Lord. They said, don't touch one another, no sex, no uh, consecrate, and, and prepare yourself for Moses is going to the mountain. So on the very day that Moses went to the mountain, God started to speak. And the voice became louder and louder in their lives. People of God, when you, when you come into the presence of God, you have to understand we come in powerless. We don't know how to operate something eternal or something so that God is divine. And we don't know how to operate in that realm. So God had to teach us how to operate in the spirit. So when I came, just like anybody else, I repented. I was baptized. I was born again. I spoke in tongues. But that's not it. The Bible says, denying the power thereof. We have so many loved ones that we need to pray through. I need to pray my mother through. I need to pray my, my sister through, my cousins through. We have so many people that are, are unsaved that we have to pray through. It's warfare time. But the enemy is saying, take my power. And God said, but take my power. It's, it, the funny thing is, it's easier, 
because we know, you know, the system. We know a lot of us can go right back into the world because we've been in the world a lot longer. Easy to take a drink, easy to take a smoke, easy to lie, cuss, steal. That's why when you see people backslide, you see how easy it is to go back into the system. Because they did not put the work in in God. But those who have put the work in in God, it's easier to bounce back because they built a foundation in God. Praise God. So let's, we can stand. We all, and I'm closing. Again, I, I said it's not going to be long. Um, let's go to Luke 10, um, 17. Luke 10, 17. But God wants us to operate in his power. Luke 17, Luke 10, I'm sorry, 17. The Bible says, and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. And behold, I give unto you power. Everybody say power. To tread on serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. A lot of times, listen, people, I brought a phone, and I, cause I wanted to illustrate something. I forgot it was in my pocket. So, and this is my last illustration, I promise you. <laughs> so, I, me and my wife, um, and I believe in iPhones, so those who got Androids, it's an abomination. <laughs> so y'all better repent and not. <laughs> iPhone, no. <laughs> but anyway, um, so uh, we have iPhone, and um, we have um, just um, converted our service from one service to the other service. Now, this iPhone, when it came in a box, it came, it wasn't activated, right? Just like us, we're not activated. We probably, when we come to church, we probably can make some SOS calls, some emergency calls, but we're not activated. But once I had to get this unlocked because I was under one carrier from AT&T to um, Verizon. So they said, you have to call your provider and get it unlocked. Turn to your neighbor and say, you have to call the devil and get that thing unlocked. Because you can't change over to a new carrier without having it unlocked. So when I change over, they said, if you use your SIM card, 
you're going to deactivate your new SIM card because we don't have authorization to unlock your phone. So when I came to God, the first thing I had to tell the devil, unlock me. Because the Holy Ghost can't dwell in me without having this vessel unlocked. So I had to repent of some things. I had to get rid of some things. I said, God, forgive me for these sins. God, forgive me for these. Because I had to detach myself from the old carrier. So now I get the phone. And it's unlocked and it's working, but it's not working properly. So I had to call who? The provider, my provider now, which is Verizon. Verizon, walk me through this. The Holy Ghost, you got to ask God, walk me through this, God. I got a phone that I really don't know how to use. And a lot of us, especially the old timers, are more like the old timers now. My, Therese probably can work this thing better than I can. She could turn these lights on, alarm on, set the temperature. She could do a lot more what I can do. Because it's not that she's smarter than I, it's that she read the manual. Everybody say read the manual. You're not able to operate that vessel that God has given you and the power unless you read the manual. So when God moves in our lives, we operate in power, but we, our phones or our vessels are really not at the full capacity. I can call, I can text, I can email, but so many others know how to work the apps and other options on the phone. But if I read the manual, amen, I could be up to date just like she's up to date. Amen. Amen. Let's give God some praise. Amen. Transfer of power. Transfer of power. Praise God. I want to give God the praise if we could just raise our hands all over the place. Because I believe that God is about to transfer more power in your life. Amen. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the church. Amen. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter. I can be in the church just as long as you've been in the church. And God can release just as much as power in my life and your life. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father, we worship you. Father, we praise you. Father, we magnify you. Father, we give you the glory and honor, Lord God, this day. Oh, God. Thank you, God, for this word. I pray, God, that it would not fall on deaf ears. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, you has given us power, God. Power to resist. Power to come out of sin. 
power to walk right, God. Power to talk right, God. Power, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Help us to operate in our power, God. Move upon us in a mighty way. Spirit of the Lord, have your way, God. Father, you did it for me, God. You can do it for them, God. Break us out of our sin, God. Break us out of our ways, God. Watch over them, God. Dispatch your angels all around them, God. Move in the midst of them, God. In the name of Jesus. Release power in this house. Transfer power in this house. Move power in this house. In the name of Jesus Christ. Power God. Unspeakable power God. Untapped power God. Oh God, we worship you. Oh God, we praise you. Oh God, we give you the glory and honor. In the name of Jesus, give us power for our children, God. Power for our spouse, God. Power for our loved ones, God. Power to witness, God. Power to be children of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you praise and honor and glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, help us to operate in power in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Amen. You are dismissed in Jesus' name. Offering is in the back. If you want to give our ministers back there receiving offering. In Jesus' name, we bless you.